This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk. Back again with you guys for another episode of what is the Arsenal News Show. Joining you every morning at 8am US. It's an absolute pleasure to join those joining us everywhere else in the world as well. My voice is taking a battering now. Uh, you probably be able to detect uh, the, <laughs> the straining that it's going through right now. So apologies if I'm... Um, not coughing, but, you know, clearing my throat at any stage throughout today's show. Uh, also, I'm very much well aware that the women's game takes place in only, well, less now than 30 minutes' time. So this is going to be a brief show uh, to ensure that I'm off so you guys can uh, watch it. Huge game in Germany as Arsenal take on Wolfsburg with the hope of progressing to a Champions League final. The uh, the second leg, of course, taking place uh, back in England in a couple of weeks. So, Huge, huge opportunity for Arsenal to get to a Champions League final. But, of course, there remains a lot of question marks about how Arsenal might perform without Leo, without still um, Beth and uh, and Viv and not in the team. It's it's just so frustrating. It's gutting. It's really gutting that we don't have our best players available um, to take on the challenges ahead. But uh, the girls in their place are going to have a great job and uh, are going to do a great job, I'm sure. So... Best of luck to them. We'll talk about that in a little second as well. But good morning to those of you joining us live in the chat box. Uh, hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing well. Uh, massive thank you to Matt from the Cincinnati Gooners for the hats. Matt for the hats. Uh, and Craig for the Fort Lauderdale wristband as well. Yesterday's podcast was amazing. Uh, myself, Mike, John, Elliot, Paul and Sophie uh, was in front of 200 odd people. Um, as in the number. Not 200 odd people. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most British phrase ever that could be misinterpreted. 200 brilliant people, 200 odd as in the number. <laughs> you can already see myself digging a hole. Um, but yes, uh, it was an amazing event and uh, fantastic to see so many people there that have watched the show, tuned in and listened to the shows. And people that have not watched the shows yet and have said that they're going to. Although, considering I accidentally just called them odd, 
maybe they won't. <laughs> but it was a really good event and fantastic to see so many uh, fantastic Arsenal fans. It was emotional at times. We had some really important things to talk about, some really hard-hitting truths and some uh, really important topics were discussed as well, particularly by Sophie. Um, but yeah, some really amazing opportunities. It was great to see so many people there. And a massive thank you to all of the Chicago Gooners and those that organized the event, Jim, Dilly, um, for for helping it uh, become a huge, huge thing. Um, so yeah, we're so we were so blessed uh, to see what happened, and it was amazing, and certainly made me want to do more of these things. And if I can get back to America, uh, travel to different cities, travel to different areas of the world to do shows, it would be a great, great honor to be able to do that. Um, let's move uh, into the rest of part one because we're running out of time rather quickly uh, before the game starts. But uh, Arsenal have changed to a back three, it seems, uh, as they try to tackle Wolfsburg. I'm not going to talk about this in, in much detail because with the game being in less than half an hour, it's going to be out of date very quickly. But fingers crossed, fingers crossed we can get the result. Uh, Thomas Partey has been talking about the title race and uh, spoke to media after the game. Uh, against Southampton. He says, I think everything depends on us. We have to go to City with the mentality to play football and play that we uh, and play in the way that we know. And at the end, we have to try and win. We have to approach it as a game in that if we do everything that we did from the beginning of the season, and I'm sure we can win if we do that. It's normal that we feel frustrated after Friday as we could have gone better. Uh, we worked so hard and during the week and for the game. Now, he's not the only Arsenal player that's been talking about the Southampton and fixture. Gabriel Jesus has also been discussing things. He says, we are here playing for a massive club and for all the supporters at the club, we have to manage ourselves to come back and be focused again and strong because anything can happen from now until the end of the season. There was so much apocalyptic kind of thoughts in the sense of Arsenal. Um, and I think that seeing and hearing the players still certainly in a position where they want to fight for this title is a lot better than I think that some of us maybe have, have put ourselves into positions of real doom and gloom. Um, I don't want to say things are over. It's sad reading comments on videos that people feel that it's over. I understand why people feel that way. Don't get me wrong. I really do. Um, it's difficult when you've got two must-win games against West Ham and Southampton leading into that Man City game that I always wax lyrical about saying that we have to make sure that we that we get a result and that we are able to go into this game with momentum. And unfortunately, we completely failed to do that. Um, I'm hoping that what we see is going to be very different to what we saw last time we played City. And I'm hoping what we see is very similar to how we've started games like we did against West Ham and like we did against uh, Liverpool. Certainly not the way that we started against Southampton. I really hope that we see something special. I really hope that we're able to continue our season with excitement and joy. Avoiding defeat might not be enough in this game with City now having, of course, the, the league in their hands. All they need to do is win the rest of their games and avoid defeat against us and it's theirs. But if we win the rest of our games, which is an amazingly difficult challenge, but considering we've not lost a game since February and considering we also went on a seven-game winning run ahead of that draw at Anfield, it does show what is possible and what this team is capable of. So whilst it's very difficult not to sympathise with those that feel that it's over, uh, I, for one, am still going to be keeping my optimistic hat on uh, in its metaphorical sense and hoping that we can do something that no one else thinks that we can, and that would be great. And moving forwards to Man City's game, uh, Nathan Ake continues to be uh, a risk if they were indeed to play him, and it does not seem likely that he would be involved. 
Um, I am, however, hopeful that whoever plays, Bakaya Saka, whoever's going to play on that left-hand side for City, will have a torrid time against our right winger. I think found some of his best form in that game against Southampton. was a lot better, more direct, and certainly we need some of the... Uh, the goals, the assists, the creativity that he brings to the team. And, and if Nathan Ake is going to be there, that's, you know, that's a challenge that we have to overcome. If not, it's a great opportunity as well, I think, because Ake has been a brilliant, brilliant player for City this season. And it would be very difficult to not see him being a huge part of any title success they have should they go on to win it. So Saka versus Ake versus whoever, hopefully, hopefully, it's going to be something that falls in Arsenal's favour. Now, in terms of transfers, before we move on to part two, Moises Caicedo continues to be linked with the move to Arsenal. However, Fabrizio Romano has said that more clubs are interested in the Ecuadorian midfielder and that they suggest that there are going to be significant competition for the players signing. He is going to be a big, big uh, kind of money move for whoever does sign him. £70 million was rejected by Brighton that Arsenal offered in the January transfer window. And for me, I don't think he was worth that figure. But I would love to see Arsenal move for a player like Caicedo, get him in the door, be a quality addition to the midfield, ensure that we've got this kind of insurance package on our midfield for the future with young, exciting talent. And Caicedo certainly would be one of those players I'd love to see walk through the doors at London Colney. And sticking with not only transfers, but what Fabrizio Romano has been reporting, and that's the Arsenal face competition for Mason Mount, should they choose to go in for the player like Charles Watts has suggested Arsenal have intentions to do from Liverpool. Liverpool are still the number one favourites, it is said, to be the signees of Mason Mounts. And uh, I know that he's not a player that everybody is keen on, but to be honest, I think that adding Mason Mount to Arsenal's squad would add significant improvement to the options that they've got. If you'd have asked me would I rather Fabio Vieira be starting as a left eight instead of Mason Mount, I think I'd be leaning more towards the Premier League ready, uh, Champions League winning Mason Mount over... Um, over Vieira. I'm a little bit distracted. <laughs> I'm not going to lie because I can see the chat box is very much enjoying Tottenham's plight. Um, they are currently, I think, 3-0 down in the space of 10 minutes uh, in their game. And of course, this is going to be out of date uh, very, very quickly indeed. Um, but uh, whatever school line is going to is going to eventually turn out at the end of this show. But Newcastle, who, by the way, we play as their next team. Uh, we'll be playing them. Uh, sorry, Yes, no, is it? No, it's the third game, isn't it? It's after Chelsea. So Chelsea, we play after City, then Newcastle. But we'll be playing Newcastle very, very soon. And then suddenly they're looking like they are very, very good. Um, very good indeed. So that's Jacob Murphy, Joel Linton. And it's not popped up yet who scored. Um, but uh, you guys in the chat box are seemingly very much enjoying their plight right now. Um, <laughs> nine minutes, 3-0. Do not fail to give us entertainment. That is amazing. Okay, part two. Your questions coming up right after this. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes at McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Apparently, it's Jacob Murphy with the second goal uh, in that game for Newcastle. How brilliant could it be if Tottenham just keep losing like constantly? I'd, that'd be great. That's currently fifth in the table. Aston Villa 
two points behind them and they've played now the same amount of games as their opponents. Liverpool uh, are three points behind uh, Tottenham having played uh, a game less. It is falling apart for Spurs. And Newcastle, very, very impressive indeed getting those results, picking up those wins. But uh, we've really certainly got to try and avoid defeats uh, when we go to St. James's Park if we've got any hope of getting back into this title race. Okay, questions then. Uh, Wayne says, uh, I don't care about Spurs. I care about Arsenal choking. Wayne, not particularly the biggest fan of Arsenal, it seems. And uh, if you've got a question to ask on this about what you might think about this, please do not hesitate to leave a comment in the chat box. Akamel says, oh, wow, Spurs doing their hardest to show how much more of a bottler they are than Arsenal. Um, only Gunnar says, we are top of the league. Why waste time uh, looking at that shower of what they are? It's pathetic. Um, look, gloating about uh, Spurs is just part and parcel of being Arsenal fans. It really bugs me sometimes that people don't let other fans enjoy rivals' plights, rivals' demise, rivals' frustration. If you want to, if you want to enjoy yourself as an Arsenal fan by laughing at Spurs, don't let anyone tell you that you can't do that. Enjoy yourself as an Arsenal fan. It's part and parcel of being an Arsenal fan. So it's you know it is what it is, and it sucks that we've had such poor form recently. But you need to compartmentalize things. Yeah, I get some people aren't going to be able to do that. I really do. I get that. But I'm going to enjoy anything that I see regarding uh, regarding Spurs' plight. It's it's part of football. I love it. Um, let's go to Jacker. Uh, Jacker, my captain says I've read somewhere that we're interested in this player. No idea who they are, mate. No idea. Not even going to pretend I know who they are. So sorry, don't know um, who that player is. Uh, let's go to do, 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 do. Paul says I would rather have Lavia over Caicedo. Um, Lavia played really, really well in the game uh, on Friday and continues to be a player that I think is impressing significantly in the Premier League. There are said to be some um, kind of, I think, contractual things that revolve around him regarding his previous time at Man City that might make it easy for Man City to get back Lavia should they want to sign him. But he has been linked to Arsenal. Arsenal are said to have interest in the player. We'll have to wait and see if he continues to be someone that we are pushing to try and sign. Uh, Peter says, Tom, can you explain why bottling it is when you mess up? Uh, but it takes bottle to do well in English terms? Um, I, it's a great question that I really don't have an English terminology linguistic answer. Lexicography is not something I'm that attuned to, to be honest. Um, I think if you've got bottle, it's like um, when you someone says you've got bottle, it's like you've got grit, you've got determination, you've got that focus to be able to, you've got that bravery in some cases, that courage to be able to do it. But bottling it... Um, I suppose maybe it's something to do like dropping a bottle when it smashes on the floor. Maybe it's something that comes from that. I might be wrong. I'm completely guessing. But uh, yeah, I don't know the the lexicography of it uh, whatsoever. Um, KW3 says, some media are saying Jesus should have got a penalty when he was bundled over. What are your thoughts? I don't have any thoughts because I've still not seen the replays. I've still not been given an opportunity to have any idea what went on in the box. Uh, if anyone's got any clips, anything at all, please don't hesitate to send them to me because I really, really wish uh, that I could uh, get hold of them. Alex says, Tom, where can I get your hat from? This comes from Matt from the Cincinnati Gooners. So I don't know if it's available uh, to go and get on a website, but 
do some research, go to Cincinnati Gooners, and uh, and yeah, you can get your hands on it. They're nice, aren't they? Uh, myself and Jim from Chicago Gooners were wearing them yesterday. Uh, they're fantastic, so uh, mm-hmm. certainly worth getting. Also, by the way, our um, USA hats, uh, the TGT hats, are available in the TGT store um as per the all of these are non-profit they are going to some great causes and we'll be donating our tgt um what's the word uh amount of money and there's a word for that um our donation towards the the funds that we'll be doing uh and of course all of the money that we would have been put into the arsenal foundation anyway is going to elliot's cause and i'll be matching everything that we raise up to 500 pounds so uh hopefully we'll be getting uh, putting a nice amount of money into the fund um paul says are we battlers or bottlers we haven't lost for a while but three draws have given the impression that we're finished and we aren't we aren't finished yet and i'm really hoping that we won't be finished i'm hoping that we are going to return and come back and put in an amazing performance at city and hopefully win i found out i'm going to be going to the game yesterday which was uh, a great uh, two days ago rather which is great i can't wait to go that said i'm going to be absolutely shattered and my body clock is going to be so broken i know that technically going back and the time of the game will make it feel like i'm a lot earlier uh, than it is but then being an 8 p.m game will feel like more 2 p.m for me then but then trying to you know stay awake uh, to actually get to the game waking up at a ridiculously early time and adjusting is going to be a challenge a significant challenge but we'll see how it goes um I think that if you fail to win the league and you do so because you dropped points to West Ham and you dropped points to Southampton, games that you were expected to win, it's very difficult not to argue against the definition of what bottling a title would be. It's a real shame. Uh, I think there's a lot of reasons why it's happened. You know, I think that we'd be lying to ourselves if William Saliba's injury was not a huge factor in that. I've had discussions and debates with people around this. People say that it's not an excuse that players like Saliba and Tommy Asu got injured. I think that's ludicrous. That's ridiculous. Of course, there's a, of course, it's a reason why what's happened has happened. Losing Saliba and Tommy Asu at exactly the same time in the exact same game outside of the Premier League, you know, was absolutely gutting. And having that double impact injury has caused such huge ramifications for what we could do to still keep the best possible operation, the best system, the best. Uh, style of play that we want to build up from the back and how we, you know, build from the back and how we impose ourselves on teams. It's not an excuse. It's just a reason as to why we've not been as good. We've had to use our fourth choice right-sided centre-back, you know, to come into the sides. Who's not going to be as good? Some people say we should be trying different structures and formations. I personally don't. I would continue doing what we've been doing so far. But... Yeah, it's really frustrating uh, that we seem to have bottled it. But I I get what you're saying, Paul, about uh, battling, because we have been battlers. But unfortunately, um, as Sophie says here, crumbling under the pressure. That game on Friday against Southampton was a team that were crumbling um, under the under the pressure, unfortunately. I'm hoping that we respond uh, very much so soon. Uh, oh, Dave says, I know it's tough to be in a good mood, but come on, you gooners. Uh, Spud's getting crushed has to brighten your day up. Always, always it will brighten my day up. Uh, Joel says, Jesus was more focused on trying to win a penalty than he was to shoot and score. He was awful against Southampton. Uh, he didn't have the best performance. You know, I'm not going to dress that up. I thought that him and Zinchenko were both probably having two of the worst games they've had in Arsenal shirts. And when you have uh, a number nine that's part of a title-challenging team, you've got to rely on them to score goals. And they didn't do that. And when they don't do that, you know, you're going to find yourself in a very, very significant problem. Uh, when you've got Erling Holland 
unfortunately, you are in a position where you've got a great ability to to put a chance on the plate and then bank him to score on it. And maybe that's what Arsenal need to look at in the summer is if we're going to bring back someone like Balogun or are we going to bring in another forward that can be more of a, you know, more of a, what's the word, uh, clinical, consistent, frequent goal scorer. That said, you know, Jesus has still scored a good amount of goals and was scoring at a really solid rate. But, you know, that part of his game is still something that we know needs to be improved. That said, I saw, I think it was LaGrove, I think I responded to the tweet that he put out online uh, yesterday that I really significantly disagreed with. The idea that, um, in fact, I might don't want to misquote anything. So let me just find the tweet uh, that I responded to. I know this is great viewing for you all seeing me scroll from my own Twitter page, but uh, I do want to raise the point up about Jesus. Uh, let me just find the tweet. Where is it? This is the problem we have. I reply to too many tweets. Here we go. Uh, LaGrove tweeted saying, unpopular opinion, but we didn't miss Gabriel Jesus as much as we thought we would. And he really needs to be sharper in front of goal. I don't think that's an unpopular opinion. Um, we didn't buy him to be, we didn't buy him to be good at connecting play. He was purchased for goals. Nine in 27 appearances isn't a great haul for someone of his talent. I think this is wrong. Because to suggest that Arsenal didn't buy Gabriel Jesus for his link-up and connecting play is wrong. Yes, Alexandre Lacazette was a player that we had last season that was decent at linking up play. But to try and tell me that you don't watch Lacazette and you watch, or you watch Lacazette and you watch Gabriel Jesus and you walk at the, watch the stylistic differences between the two players, there is a massive difference between the two. Lacazette can't link up and connect play like Jesus can. Lacazette can't find the technical pieces of skill to run through one, two, three, four players while setting up a teammate, getting into the right positions, his movement, his timing of his runs, getting in the right place at the right time, the extra speed he has, the extra strength that he shows in those duels where he wins the long balls, the high balls dropping down against defenders. We bought Gabriel Jesus for his link up and his connecting play just as much as we bought him to try and score goals. Because the job of a number nine in this Arsenal team is not just about scoring goals. Huge part of it has to score goals. Don't get me wrong. But we bought Gabriel Jesus absolutely to try and link up play, to better players around him like Martinelli, who has gone to a different level since Gabriel Jesus has come into the team. Try telling me that Martinelli was not better with Jesus in the team and try telling me that his performances did not dip when it was Eddie Nketiah that was there instead of him. Now, Leandro Trossard came in and was obviously really good as well because he too is a good link-up player, a good player that can find the passes, find the timing of the runs, interchange the spaces with someone like Martinelli. But we did miss Gabriel Jesus. And I think that we would, even though Nketiah did a great job during his time at, during his time in the team, and you know we, we barely dropped many points whatsoever, try telling me that games against Newcastle games against Manchester City earlier this season where we did drop points when we didn't have Gabriel Jesus, I feel as though we would have been better equipped to deal with those games. If you're trying to tell me that you did not see any kind of difference in the performances when Nketiah was there instead of Gabriel Jesus, I don't know what to tell you. We still managed to get the points. We still managed to do really well. And Eddie is a big part of that. But I still feel as though we perhaps could have even accrued more points and be more dangerous against Newcastle, and be more dangerous uh, in our FA Cup games, you know, and be more dangerous against Man City had Gabriel Jesus been available. I just don't think it's... I just don't see it as a thing. Is it 5-0? Are you kidding me? 
<laughs> sure, it's 5-0. And I t- oh, I think Alexander Izak is on my bench. I think, actually, no, I don't think he's even on my bench. I think I took him out because I think I made a free hit this week. He's on my, oh no, he's scoring for fun. <laughs> it's not in my team. Oh, that's gutting. Yes, I'm a fantasy football player. Yes, I do care about it because I'm a competitive guy. But goodness me, 5-0, wow. I hope it's 10. I hope he gets to 10 because it's 5-0 in 21 minutes. I hope he gets to 10. Just keep battering them. Batter, 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 batter those guys. It brings a smile to my face. It's enjoyable. It's great. We love it. Um, I don't care what people say about, oh, look where we are in the league and look what's going on. You can't enjoy that. You can enjoy that. You can enjoy it. So enjoy it. Anyway, I'm going to wrap up there. I know this has been slightly short. A, because uh, the women's game is kicking off in just under 10 minutes. So make sure you go and back the team, back the girls. Hopefully we can get a good result um, against a very good Wolfsburg side and uh, continue to chuckle at our North London rivals who are hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. Uh, Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. Uh, Do drop a like on the video. Do subscribe if you're new. Thank you to everybody that's made this weekend so amazing. If I don't manage to catch anybody before I leave, uh, it's been an absolute pleasure to speak, see, meet you. And uh, thank you to everybody that's been so kind and welcoming since I've been here. Uh, There will be a show uh, tomorrow morning uh, on Monday. Uh, There won't be a show on Tuesday. And then Wednesday, 8 a.m., you will have another show at the usual time in the UK as we return to normal. Uh, And then I'll be in Manchester on Wednesday evening for the game against Manchester City. And then from a hotel room, I'll be doing another 8 a.m. show on Thursday before getting a train home uh, a little bit later on that morning back home to finally spend some time with our other... I tell you what, imagine going away on holiday to the other side of the world, leaving your other half, getting back home for a day before leaving then to go to Manchester for another night. I feel so bad. (laughs) This job, this club... um, it causes challenges for sure, but I can't tell you how supportive she is of everything that I do. And uh, I'm, I am genuinely missing her significantly. She doesn't watch these, so it's not like I'm doing it for that benefit either. But uh, yeah, it's going to be tough. I'm going to be, I'm in the doghouse maybe, but uh, I'm sure everything will be fine. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. I'll see you again very soon. Have a great Sunday. And uh, yeah, see you soon. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.